0: Medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made ByHeart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at Byheart.com.
1: Wow! Nice! Yeah. What you're hearing
2: are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. That plush, And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness.
0: Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST.
3: Hey Alarmy. Before we get started, we wanted to make sure you heard the big news. The Alarmist has joined Patreon. Patreon subscribers will get access to our content ad-free, as well as our aftermath post-interview discussion and final verdict. We'll also be putting out additional bonus episodes and other fun stuff. Here's a preview of Guest Alarmist, where I step aside and let a guest walk us through a personal tragedy, and together the Alarmist crew figures out who's to blame. This month, producer Amanda Lund discusses the 2020 pot pie disaster. I am so honored to be sitting <laughs> in the alarmist's throne mm-hmm. right now.
4: <laughs> it suits you. How does it feel? I mean, I'm not going to want to get out. You're going to have to have Uh-oh. security come and, and get me out of here because I might just start popping up on all the episodes
3: well there's i mean there's a time limit you have a 45 minute time limit on this throne so really yeah so it's really up to you what you make of yeah it.
4: then you pop out like in it, there's like a spring-loaded mechanism mm-hmm. that shoots you up into the air yeah we your, took uh, head,
5: precautions your head goes
4: through the, the ceiling it
3: goes through the roof but don't worry there's a trampoline to catch you on the other side oh my safety god
5: first. safety
0: first yeah.
4: What do you think? What do you think we've been spending all the money in the budget since you've left the show on?
0: This is what you're using your Patreon funds for? <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs>
3: Go to Patreon.com/slash/TheAlarmist and subscribe today. Now on to our episode. I was born with a special gift: the ability to mentally transform any situation into the worst-case scenario in my own brain. 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 Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to The Alarmist, a comedy podcast where we talk about history's greatest tragedies and figure out who's to blame. Today, we're discussing Independence Day, the movie. Here's what you need to know. The date is July 2nd, 1996, and scientists are hard at work when they spot a looming figure appearing on the monitor. One scientist gasps and remarks that the image is, quote, one fourth the size of the moon. As people across the world take note of the expansive object in the sky, panic and shock spread. In New York City, broadcast technician and computer genius David Levinson, played by Jeff Goldblum, watches on a monitor and realizes an extraterrestrial ship has entered the Earth's orbit. It isn't long before it's evident that the mothership has not come in peace. Large daughter ships are sent to hover over U.S. cities such as New York, Los Angeles, and Washington, D.C. Somehow, the alien commanders have used Earth's satellites and are attempting to communicate by disrupting TV signals around the globe. U.S. Marine pilot Captain Stephen Hiller, aka Will Smith, wakes up in L.A. and is told that he and his squadron, the Black Knights fighter unit, are needed. He must cut short his July 4th vacation. Hiller's girlfriend Jasmine decides to leave the city with her son and their dog Boomer in hopes of avoiding the potential alien attack. Meanwhile, retired combat pilot Russell Case, an alcoholic outcast and crop duster, gets word of the alien invasion, vindicating his claim that he was once abducted by aliens. Back in New York, David decodes a signal from the mothership that has been transmitted over satellite. What do the aliens want? Only he understands that they're actually here to destroy Earth and have set a countdown before attempting a simultaneous attack. His laptop displays a detonation clock. Hurriedly, he contacts his ex-wife, Constance, who happens to work at the White House as the communications director. It is she who alerts President Thomas Whitmore, played by Bill Pullman. President Whitmore orders mass evacuations of all major cities. However, it's too late. As people look on in horror, green rays shoot down and wipe out millions of people, destroying entire landmarks and cities in an instant. It's clear that the aliens have come to wreak havoc and invade Earth. Thankfully, President Whitmore and a small staff are able to escape on Air Force One just as Washington, D.C. is obliterated. A war has officially begun. On July 3rd, the Black Knight Squadron, including Steven, attack the alien ships. But this proves to be fatal, as their fighter planes and weaponry don't stand a chance against these high-tech invaders. The alien ships have a force field that cannot be penetrated. In retaliation to the U.S. attack, saucers dispense their own alien fighter pilot planes. Steven leads one of the enemy fighter planes into the Grand Canyon and confuses the alien by ejecting himself from his plane. The alien plane crashes into the Mojave Desert. As Steven drags and punches the alien away from the crash, he angrily states, I could have been at a barbecue. He then gets picked up by a group of survivors, including Russell, and they head to Area 51. At Area 51, President Whitmore learns of an existing UFO conspiracy program from the Defense Secretary. Scientists have been studying aliens and their technology since the late 1940s. For the last 40 years, the group has been researching a captured saucer that landed in Roswell, as well as two other alien life forms that were found in the wreckage. Dr. Brackish Oaken, Area 51 scientist, examines the new alien that Steven captured. However, when he removes a biomechanical suit from the alien, it awakens telepathically, seizing Oaken's mind and killing those in the surgery room. The alien also manages to take hold of President Whitmore's mind for a short period of time. Thankfully, the Secret Service is quick to respond and kills the alien. President Whitmore explains that he received a message from the alien saying that they intended to annihilate the Earth and steal its natural resources, similar to what humans have done to other planets. The president authorizes use of a nuclear weapon to destroy the intruders and orders a trial attack. An alien ship over Houston is hit in the attack, but it was unfruitful due to the force field. All squadrons then stand down and the plans are aborted. Meanwhile, Jasmine, Stephen's girlfriend, who survived in Los Angeles, takes over a truck on the highway and comes to the aid of those harmed in the attack, including the First Lady. Stephen rescues the group and brings them back to Area 51. Unfortunately, the First Lady's injuries are too severe, and she dies upon being reunited with her family. The next day, it's July 4th, and David, who's been drinking, gets an idea inspired by his father. He comes up with a plan to take the seized mothership at Area 51 and upload an operating system with a virus in hopes that it will disrupt the current force field. If successful, he believes this will destroy the aliens and their ships. President Whitmore agrees, and Stephen and David are tasked to fly into the mothership. Military squadrons all over the globe are contacted via Morse code to be on the defensive. Because most of the top fighters are now dead, The team realizes they won't have time to train additional fighter pilots, and President Whitmore and Russell all agree to be part of the fighter squadron. Prior to leaving for the attack, Stephen marries Jasmine, and President Whitmore delivers an impassioned speech.
4: And should we win the day, the 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday. But as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night, we will not vanish without a fight, we're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today,
5: we celebrate our Independence Day.
3: Stephen and David take the alien aircraft from Area 51 and armed with the nuclear weapon, fly directly into the mothership. Their aircraft, however, succumbs to mind control, and their ship is taken over by the enemy and docks itself. Meanwhile, daughter ships continue to move towards their new target cities. David is able to send the virus to alien computers and fire off the nuclear weapon. This allows their jet to undock and escape just in time before the nuke destroys the mothership. As the saucer prepares to fire on the base, Russell sacrifices himself by crashing into the alien weapon and destroying the warship. Command Central informs other pilots and global existence groups of the spaceship's weakened power, and they're able to successfully destroy the alien ships thanks to Russell's sacrifice and the computer virus that weakened the force field. Earth escapes destruction for now. Fun Facts, a.k.a. Death Stats. The film was officially released July 3rd, 1996. Independence Day was the highest-grossing film of 1996. Known as one of the highest-costing films of its time, Independence Day had a $75 million budget. With us today, we have producer Clayton Early.
5: Hello. Hello
3: fact checker Chris Smith hi and our very special guest today is our movie favorite guest <laughs> Cal Davenport hi Cal
2: hey hey, how you doing
3: I mean last time we had you on we t- we really thoroughly dis- discussed uh The Shining yes and I mean and now we're just diving into a new classic
2: yeah yeah not as depressing but maybe kind of scarier Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. It certainly is. I mean, the prospect of this happening is way, way it would be way scarier. <laughs> I exactly. think it's yeah. a much
5: <laughs> larger scale than a couple <laughs> people at an abandoned hotel. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Than yeah. just basically writer's block, which is what <laughs>
4: Shine yeah. was, right? That was just right. <laughs> 100%, 100%. a movie about writer's block. Well, 100%.
3: before we dive in, Cal, we have to ask you this: What is something that's recently alarming you? What's something that's keeping you up at night?
2: Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't want to get, I mean, actually I will get political because there's a, there's a great president in this film, but all this, mm-hmm. this stuff with the, the Trump and the indictment and yes. and the way people respond, I, I, it I, you can slowly feel like, uh, 2015 2016 kind of coming back in and i'm, I'm not I, I was not i'm not ready for it yet I, I was again i'm getting ready for the fourth i'm getting ready for you know being outside so uh yeah it's it's a little rough lately
3: yeah i i totally feel you i thought you were gonna say like it feels like because you you were putting your shoulders up it's like you're carrying a hundred pounds all of a
2: sudden. <laughs> yeah i mean that's how uh, i feel too <laughs> I, I, well the thing is like with every with everything else going on in the world and, i mean there's been a lot that's been going on just over the last couple of months let alone the year but uh you know having that added stress it feels like a hundred it may feel like a little bit more honestly with 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 indictments and i don't again i don't want to get too flashbacks <laughs> it's, it's a it's a bunch of nonsense out there yeah,
5: yeah. What makes me anxious is if um, Trump is reelected and aliens do invade, I don't trust him to give that amazing rousing speech. <laughs> that really? You don't think so? <laughs> and to, to really, you know,
2: I, truth. I, I think his speech may be amazing, but it would be amazing for a bunch of different reasons. Would, it's, it's not going to get the, 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 it's not going to get the, the rest of the no. country as pumped as, as, as uh, Whitmore did. No,
4: no, no. no. I Whitmore.
3: mean, what about that president Whitmore? Coleman? I mean, oh,
4: so should we just jump right into it? That we was a pretty perfect, yeah, pretty, let's pretty jump perfect right transition. In.
3: We, we have to jump right in. I, I, I president whitmore i mean like lucky that he was our he was the president for right. the united states during this alien invasion
2: right but I, I,
3: yeah go on
2: no i was gonna say it's it's tough i you you, you kind of wonder when you have the people who are like i don't know what would happen right now not trump but with biden if, if matter of, weren't there aliens <laughs> that just landed not too long ago did Wait. he say anything about that <laughs> were, there, there, were were there Wait there, a minute
4: there there's like this ufo cia like nonsense that's been going on in the past <laughs> couple of years that got sounds re- like you're a
5: non-believer chris well,
2: well the thing well the thing is is there, there's been <laughs> there was a video that was released right and, but okay. the video was somebody who was freaked out and calling the police mm-hmm. and the, there's, mm. a, there's a video of a cop they didn't show his body cam of whatever he saw with whatever was supposed to have landed on the ground but The body cam video of him after he saw it, he was freaked out, too. But there's not been any confirmation on what the hell happened, what could have been out there and uh, anything else. So, again, and I haven't heard Biden say boo about it. We don't half this podcast right now. Didn't even know about what was going on. I'm
3: in shock. You should see my mouth.
4: (laughs) Guys, though, there are so many phones and cameras out there.
5: Don't you, you think see, we would have seen something
4: like real? You see what real? this is? What?
5: Chris, Cal is the Fox Mulder of this conversation, and you are the Dana Scully right now. He's like, there's a scientific explanation for this. <laughs> and I'm, I'm usually
2: the opposite. I mean, yeah. I'm not trying to deal with logic, but there's been no explanation. I just have, you know, mis- mystery. Yeah.
3: I mean, I want to get to the bottom. We of We have that. to put
2: that
4: aside. But I mean, we could yeah. talk about this all day.
3: No, no. Sure. I, I, but let's talk about the president. And sadly, as much as I'm a huge President Whitmore fan, You've gotta, you gotta put him up on the. board. You gotta put him up on the board. Hundred percent. Okay.
5: Wow. He's the first person <laughs> on the board. I I'm That's sorry. Kind of amazing.
3: I'm sorry, but you know, head of head of the nation, right? right. And apparently, head of the um, uh, attack. The the fighting back toward the aliens because Mm -hmm, we don't Mm -hmm. see it from the perspective of the French or the the, the Chinese. Like, we we never get that point, POV. Which, by the way,.
4: By the way, just a small little tangent, which was that, do you guys remember the scene where they were, um, they showed like a radar of where all the alien ships were hovering over. And it was like, there were three in the U S there was one in LA, one in Washington DC, one in
3: New York. York.
4: And there was like one in South Asia over Bombay. If you're an alien and that you there were there is over a billion people in India. Yeah,
3: yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Why are you sending three <laughs> of your ships to the three cities in a in a population where there's three hundred fifty million people as opposed to a billion? Like these are the most these are the stupidest aliens e- ever. Yeah, right? you
3: would follow the lights, right? I, you I'm just sure follow our, the numbers. Yeah, whatever just the follow brightest the sheer light Numbers.
5: Is. Yeah. So, <laughs> do you mean so? Should we just put the aliens up then on the board
2: for being okay? So dumb? But but
3: I, we got to talk about the president too. <laughs> So, yeah,
2: I feel like they'll get there eventually, but well, we gotta yeah. get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. let's the first, get there, the
3: sorry. So, this is from The Atlantic. It's the film's poor, uh, decidedly poor grasp of how humans might react psychologically <laughs> to the world's major cities and other occupants being destroyed by aliens. This is the, the reaction from the president, right? Let, let's talk about what he does. His first instinct is to shelter in place. mm wrong instinct that was wrong clearly then uh, in under 30 minutes he realizes this is gonna uh, go bad right right? david played by jeff goldblum he comes in and 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 says we're in danger and that's when the president says okay well then tell people to evacuate this is in under 30 minutes
2: Right. right that's
3: not enough time to even like I mean, if you're in LA, you're screwed with all the traffic. <laughs> huh. In New York, yes. you're screwed. I yeah. mean, you're you're no, yeah, done. Right. You might as well just stay sheltered in place. Yeah, exactly.
4: No, exactly. I mean, in typical traffic, you probably couldn't get anywhere in a. You can't get anywhere in a half hour, let alone traffic caused by an alien
2: invasion.
3: Right. <laughs> right.
2: right. It's it, it's enough time just to round up your family and uh, you know maybe get a meal before you got to say right. goodbye. <laughs> <Yes. that>. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's about it. That's or about it. Or go down
5: to the US Bank building and dance on the roof before they blow you up. Like Yeah, yeah right. Throw a rave on, on the roof, do. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're single without a family, you know.
4: Sure. <laughs> so,
3: then he escapes, right? In this epic scene mm-hmm. where he, Air Force 1 is almost
4: destroyed. Destroyed by but, fire. Right.
3: And then he's like, "Well, we're going to we're going to throw a nuclear bomb at them." Right. Which
4: <laughs> fails. I mean,
3: and also we know a little bit at this point, we know a lot about nuclear bombs and we just know that
5: they're never good.
3: They're not good. It's not a good, (laughs) just jump. That's not a good plan.
5: We've yet to prove that that was a good invention. Like even with the alien, (laughs) even with the fictional alien (laughs) movies, they're bad.
3: (laughs) And of course, finally, you know, he, they, they, get the bomb inside the mothership.
4: Right. And and
3: that, you know, works after the virus, after they uh, are able to um, do away with the force field by Mm -hmm. giving it a virus. Right. Which feels... All of this feels so 1996, right? Yeah. I, I feel like in 1996 they're like a virus, a computer
2: virus, a virus. They were That's way, way genius. Yeah. And now it's just it's easy. Like... To, in '96, you just whatever technology we had, just to hack into an alien mainframe. Like yeah, <laughs> right. Like that. Of course, of
3: course. It's never explained did, to us. That
2: was just
4: amazingly yeah. easy. By the way, I mean, like Jeff Goldblum, they get up there in the spaceship, which, leaving aside Will Smith being able to fly the spaceship right right, right. Just, but just leaving that aside but just like him pulling out his laptop <laughs> right, when they right, get yeah. to the
5: mothership and being like i'm in right <laughs> they just sent him like a spam email <laughs> open this link they,
3: they just signed on to the wi-fi it's what it feels like <laughs> <laughs> exactly
4: yeah it's like oh the wi-fi password is one two three four this was easy. <laughs>
3: Um, I also want to point out the moment where uh, David, this is the Jeff Goldblum um, character, shows up at the White House. Of course, there's the history that he's punched the president before, and he, the president is not happy to see him.
4: Yeah, they share an ex. That, that no, woman? no. The,
3: so the the uh, his wife. Oh, his Jeff wife, Goldblum's wife.
4: He suspected that was she having an affair
3: with the president, which the president mean, which... clearly was not having an affair because he's obviously so in love with his wife, who's about to die later. Yeah, before right. The first lady, but whatever they have this history okay. and david just goes the they've hacked into the satellites right. they're communicating through satellites right. and the president's like huh and then he draws and then he grabs a piece of paper <laughs> and he draws three circles right and then kind of like a triangle on top of mm-hmm. them and he goes this is how they're doing it essentially mm-hmm. and the president's like "Uh oh we need to we need to nuke them. have people <laughs> no evacuate the city <laughs> we need to evacuate. that's all he needed <laughs> Look, i have another
4: r- thing to raise about the president which i thought was pretty revealing of his character and very strange in watching the movie back was remember when <laughs> they came up with the solution to plant the virus and there was the one guy the secretary of the defense who was like this is crazy like this is not gonna work and uh everyone was like shut up you're an idiot <laughs> Uh And then the president fired him and called him like a sniveling weasel yeah, just for raising the possibility that that might not work, work. which, by the way, if I was there, I'd be like, no, I'm with that guy like this is so far. This is not going to
2: work. Uh, no, uh, fire me, too. I'm going. Yeah, this is nuts. <laughs> nice. nice. you know, that is weird. That so is I was weird. like, what kind of president just fires somebody? We, we've we seen a president like that before. We, oh, we, yeah. We, yeah. Well, not too long ago. But no, yeah. It, 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 but again, that's the fear of, you know, the, the who is Whitmore acting in the best interest for everybody. And you Because you would think at the very least you'd want to try and hear from the people who are. If you're in the room, you're in the room for a reason, right? So you should you yeah. should try and get some of these ideas. But, yes, uh, he, he said nuclear bomb and kind of stuck with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: um. Yeah. So he's definitely up on the well, board.
3: This guy, yes. since you brought him up, yeah, uh, the U.S. Secretary of Defense. Mm-hmm. His name in the movie is Albert uh, Nimziki. Yeah, and he's also the former director of Central Intelligence Agency.
2: Right, so CIA.
3: That's important. Yes, that's important. Mm-hmm. This is a—he's uh, played by the uh, James Rebhorn, mm-hmm. who
2: I met him once. You did? Oh, yeah?
3: Tell us. Yeah. Wow. When,
2: all right so um what did he think was yeah. to blame for the alien invasion and- <laughs>
3: did
0: you ask him
2: <laughs> and no actually i forget what he was going to be in around there but he went to my old high school and i in in the video production class that we were in he came in one day and like talked to the class or whatever but cool. it was lived that's that's i don't remember anything he said i don't remember meeting him or anything but literally every because he's like he, i mean i believe he's you know passed away at this point but you know mm-hmm. he's a fairly prominent you know character actor every time i see him he went to my high school. This is
3: from Wiki Fandom. By the time of the 1996 invasion, Nimziki chose not to reveal his knowledge about right. the aliens to the president and the joint chiefs of staff. He initially advocated a preemptive attack on the aliens should they show themselves as a threat, which was proven correct. Following the loss of NORAD and a failed, uh, uh, I'm not sure what NORAD stands North for, North
4: American Aerospace defense command okay that's it, that's what they Nora use to track
2: act. santa claus <laughs> no seriously like when it, Nora, really? that's nice. like the, the definitive thing to check santa claus to on, on christmas where he's at I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> i love that <laughs> oh my
3: god <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, awesome. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's awesome. It's fake. Oh, God, it's fake. Sorry, it's I just realized fake. it's fake. <laughs> it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a failed... <laughs> that's amazing. And a failed counterattack against the aliens, Nimziki reluctantly reveals to Whitmore the existence of Area 51 and his knowledge about the aliens. Mm. General Will- William Gray later called Nimziki out on knowing about the aliens all along and reprimanded him for failure to disclose the information before the failed attack was launched. Right, Nimziki claimed it was deemed classified and that he assumed the counterattack would be more effective. So, mm. there's information that Nimziki knew, he didn't provide it. Get him
2: up on the board, get him, on the him board. up on
0: the board. Yeah.
2: yeah, and I mean, you said CIA, right? I mean, it, it, it's yeah. one of those things where you know, again, that and that stuff went back decades. You know, that when, when I think back to who did that's where i start because what were they doing to to because again it wasn't like they it was just one ship that came out they rolled deep mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. earth and they were ready to take out cities so no yeah something happened that pissed them off that bad
4: that's a good question yeah. and maybe we should go into that what do you think i mean the aliens claim to want the resources that <laughs> in an amazing scene where mm-hmm. bill bill uh, where the president whitmore and, Uh, communicates with the alien through the scientist, the head scientist. Mm -hmm. The alien has him like, you know, around the throat, up against the window and he's like, Mm -hmm. "Uh, let... He goes, "Uh, is there any way we can resolve this peacefully? Which I think is hilarious because he has the worst bargaining position in the world. These aliens just destroyed like 15 (laughs) cities on the world. They've killed millions of people. He's like, hey, how about we like meet somewhere in the middle?
5: And we tried to nuke them before they even did any (laughs) of that.
4: If you're the alien, like you'd be like, yeah, what alien? What anybody would be like? Oh, yeah, sure. Let's live peacefully. Now Let's let's work this this out." out. Anyway, he then says, oh, I saw in his mind and they want to. Their objective is to take all our resources.
3: Destroy us or something like that. Sounds
4: They're going like from the alien planet to, planet are to take all our
5: resources. Capitalists. Mm-hmm. Oh cap- <laughs>
3: Maybe it's time to put the aliens up on uh, the board and sure. capitalism you want?
5: Yeah. <laughs> alien capitalism.
3: <laughs> Where did they learn about <laughs> capitalism? I guess they've been watching I don't, us. I think they just
5: there. In- while there are
4: overlapping ideas, I don't think it is capitalism because there's no mon- It's just resource. That's just stealing resources, mm. right? But like, they're well, colonizers. that's what we
2: did. That's but our whole yes, country is based on, right? Yes, that's <laughs> true. Resources. Go on,
3: because Cal looks like he just got a great idea.
2: <laughs> well, because well, at the end of the day, I mean, that's kind of just like America, right? Like, mm. it, I mean, again, they 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 sent three ships. To the states they only sent one to India, you know. There, there right. may be a reason why they were sending more firepower our way. They really wanted to send a message. And I'm, I mean we, I mean, I imagine I don't know what the levels are in regards to which nation is stealing the more resources from the world, mm. but I mean I know where we live and I know yeah. what America does. So um I, I think America may because if, if they're watching us to find out a lot of this, then you know we are kind of the blame for you know what they're picking up. Maybe from.
5: it's karma. See, just hearing that, maybe this is like, this is our Ooh. karma for all those years of not appreciating our earth. And these aliens are like, see, now we're going to give you a little yes. taste of your own medicine. You, yes. Wow. I love United that. United
3: States karma. Put that Com- Or on just before. say World- cosmic
5: karma. Cosmic Ooh. karma. Yeah. I love that.
3: But Cal, you made me think of something, which is the first shot of the movie. I don't know if you remember this. It's from the moon. There's a shot of a plaque from right. Apollo 11. Mm that says, it reads, here men from the planet Earth first set foot upon the moon, July July, 1969 A.D. We came in peace for all mankind. But then there's a flag, an American flag next to it. Mm. Assuming they knew how to read. Right. And, and it is signed, it, the plaque is signed by the three astronauts. Mm-hmm. Buzz, uh... I almost said Buzz Lightyear.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Pixar. Woody. Pixar. Buzz Lightyear,
3: <laughs> Woody, Buzz Lightyear, and the uh, Mister Potato Head. <laughs> um, no, it's it's signed by uh, Buzz Aldrin, Michael Collins, and Neil Armstrong. Mm-hmm. So, assuming the aliens knew how to read,
2: mm-hmm.
3: they would know what country had first set foot on the moon Mm
5: -hmm. right
4: and that might
3: explain why perhaps other cities weren't as big of a target
4: interesting indeed indeed
3: my point is that perhaps we should put man on the moon
4: man on on the 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 moon up okay buzz lightyear
3: the The three astronauts: Buzz Lightyear, um, Lightning <laughs> <Lightening> McQueen, <my> <laughs> and Potato Head. Mr.
5: and Potato Mr. Head.
3: Potato, Head. Potato Head. Let's <laughs> put them up on the board. Let's do it. Let's do it. I
2: like that, though. I do like that. Yeah.
3: Can we talk about these aliens, though? We we have they're up on the board.
4: Yeah, but we mm-hmm. gotta get the aliens up there.
3: This is from fandom. The War of 1996 was a full scale assault on Earth from July 2nd to July 4th. By a vast extraterrestrial race, later known as the Harvesters, seeking to harvest Earth's natural resources. They are a threat of universal proportions that seeks to harvest and destroy planets to refuel their ships, to grow and to perfect their technology. Right. This implies this implies that we were just one step in their
4: mm-hmm. journey in their journey and yeah. we, we were the raw we proved to be the wrong step
2: right
5: this is like if like we were going to attack like a little ant colony out in the yard but the ant colony killed you instead <laughs> right like it, it's true <laughs> like, kind of like how the hell did they win Yeah, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
3: something went very wrong these
5: yeah. little tiny peons that you can just like stand over and crush and they just kill you
2: they didn't, they didn't account for the hacking skills of, of mm. uh, Jeff Goldblum, you know, he was a master happy. hacker,
4: which by the way, speaking of virus, I mean, wh- how big are our bacterial viruses and if they can get on uh, into our, they're our weakness, right? They're mm. the, they're, if they can get past our shell, our, you know, they can get, and they can destroy us. So mm. they use yeah. this a
5: lot, the virus thing. And a couple of like, of these sci-fi, like they War of the worlds uses it and even World War Z uses it like just right. like, vi- like, it's an interesting like our clearly the last obsessed. of us yeah. yeah, we're obsessed with yeah. this like idea of like the viruses because what else are we over. doing
4: mm-hmm.
3: we're getting mm-hmm. sick
5: all the time so we're like amazed by these
3: <laughs>
4: yeah. viruses well it's like in, Je- in the movie Jeff Goldblum gets the idea because his dad says I don't want you to catch a cold and so he thinks virus so mm-hmm. it's, it's on our mind all the time of
5: right <laughs> anyway
3: mm-hmm <sighs> it is on our mind isn't
5: it yeah it's interesting though is like you never see the movie where the aliens bring their viruses to us you would think you right? would think
2: somebody would get like infected Sick. with some just weird Good point and it's not even it's not a cold it's like you know like their hand turns a different color or like right. you know just like something's just off about them you know mm-hmm. but
5: uh <laughs> it's always our, our it's like even our even Earth's viruses are better than space viruses. Like we're very self <laughs> centered Well, that that's like, such frick. a that,
3: that that's a really good point because when you think about colonization
1: mm-hmm. and
3: uh, that everything in history, you one of the last things you learn about is how it wasn't that they came and they conquered. It was more like they conquered. And were able to conquer because the viruses they brought killed everyone. Right. That's not what they, what. The, that's not what they lead with because right. I think or the they came and books, they got
5: sick as hell. And yeah. Yeah. The survivors yeah. were the ones who took over. Yeah. They yeah. don't want right. to lead with that. They right. want to
3: come off as powerful. Right. <laughs> they want to come out yeah. off as, you know, strong yeah, in this no. case, men. No. Right. Right. But really. the truth is, w- the really reason they were able to win or take over was because of the, the you know depleting the, the the
4: their version of
2: sniffles was foreign to this new group of people, right? Mm. Yeah, they, and, and you're the, talking the, about the, like the indigenous people didn't have the antibodies to fight these exactly. uh, these foreign viruses. Yes,
3: right. you're talking like ninety percent of an enti- uh, entire country's population died in you know what, what during the the Spanish conquistable yeah movement. yeah um do we,
5: how do we like i mean is that like something that we can put on the board like to blame you wouldn't blame the viruses for the alien invasion
3: but <laughs> no because they, we did, so. they didn't even get there right yeah. That's, yeah. Not what, that's not what's portrayed in the movie the the, the portrayal is just like we're gonna I don't know. Put Take green your stuff. lasers right. that will kill you.
4: Well, as we sit here, maybe it occurs to me that we should maybe in in this episode do a who's to blame blame board, but then also like a big clap board because mm. I feel like there's also could be a lot that we could uh, clap the big give the big clap to for saving uh, our species from the alien invasion. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like for example, Jeff Goldblum. We can think of viruses. We can say mm-hmm. President Whitmore. I mean, right. what do you guys think about that? Is that, mm-hmm. that to be a totally different, mm-hmm. ev- yeah. big unique episode could be, yeah. for our yeah. no, alignment? we got to but...
3: put, uh, what's his name? Steven, uh, Will yeah. Smith's character. Oh, yeah, yes. of course. And uh, uh, is, is it, what Quaid is it? Roy Quaid? Randy. Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid.
2: <laughs> Roy Quaid. <Yeah>. Roy Quaid, <laughs> <laughs> Roy Quaid. Yeah.
3: It was one of the Quades.
2: Uh, yeah, put the Quades on there as well.
3: Russell, his his name in the movie, mm-hmm. he's the one who directly flies into the uh, laser beam, yep. And apparently, that's what—that's all that it needed was one one plane. And he said, right. "Laser beam,
2: yeah." He said, "Up it's yours, like... up." Yours.
3: That's right. Epic moment. Epic. <laughs> moment. He
2: was—he was a suppository that, uh, that, that, that that jammed up the works of, of the aliens. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jams up those so, it was a smart plan though i mean it, it worked <laughs> and he, he was the only one that saw the vision right because he, he he was the one that apparently had gotten uh he'd been he, he had he been in the ship before do we yeah. know i, I would oh, was it well, that ship? i, yeah, I he, don't we didn't know get we don't any know details we
3: didn't know if it was the same aliens we're assuming it was the same alien Good point. Been different aliens. the alien that will smith brought from, you know, the parachute incident where where he jumped mm-hmm. off the plane. The one he brought to Area 51 matched the same uh, aliens they had right. previously. So totally. we're assuming there's only mm. one alien life force out there. That's right.
2: true. And they're also, like, very susceptible to just, like punches like he just he hit it and the alien was out like (laughs) i i don't know what their their, their system is like but i i I can't imagine just like unless he's like a really good puncher like he's just a one hitter right
4: yeah 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 we don't know that but yeah it's like we could Give them a virus and do this. Uh, right. Give nuke them, or we can just go up and punch every single one mm-hmm. of them, and then Fight they'll them. apparently just die.
2: <laughs> get them in the octagon, yeah,
4: <laughs> one by one. Just get Conor McGregor and all yeah, the other it's, get, Yeah, It's an whole UFC. Out May, there. Get yeah. Mayweather out of retirement. And <laughs> get them all out there. It was for the you country, goddamn yeah.
5: Start taking bets.
4: We're playing for free. So I, I have another thing I want to put up on the board. Uh-huh. How are we Which on time? board? Uh, yeah, exactly. Is so the, the blame who's, the, board? who's the blame board? Okay, yeah. Okay. And that kind of has to do with Cal's point about uh the, about uh, Will Smith's punching ability. Okay, yeah. I was just thinking, Will Smith had this, or the character Tom what was his name? Uh,
3: Whitmore? Steve Whitmore. Uh, no, wait, wait, wait. Will Smith. Will
4: Smith's character. Steven.
2: Steven. Steven, Yeah, Steven.
4: He had a confidence in American swagger.
3: Hmm. Right.
4: Remember in the very first battle, he survived. He was one of the only pla- Oh, my God. Yes. And his friend, Harry survive.
3: Connick Jr. Right. And
4: like yes. the whole time, he yeah. had this swagger, right? Like this American swagger. Uh huh. So I, I was thinking a lack of confidence, maybe. <laughs> okay. Everyone else, if everyone else had Will Smith's confidence,
3: Ooh. yes.
4: We might have put up a better fight and stopped them from their initial attack. You know, there's that mm.
3: scene where he gets called out it's before they even have gone out to fight the aliens mm-hmm. and i don't know the captain or whatever calls him out and is like what are you talking he he's kind of messing around with harry connick junior and he goes what are you talking what are you guys talking about and he goes oh i'm just ready to i'm just ready to go kick et's ass
4: mm-hmm, exactly <laughs> yes you know yeah i just want to a-
3: get out there and kick et's e.
4: ass <laughs> Yeah, exactly. If everyone kind of felt that way, I mean, I think we might have had a better fighting chance.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: People yeah. were more nervous. You make a good
3: point, Chris, because if you remember <laughs> Harry Connick do, Jr. Rebecca. But let me tell you, if you remember Harry Connick Jr., there's multiple times where... Because I feel like... I forget what his name is in the movie, but Harry Connick Jr. does have... Jimmy, I think. Some, Jimmy, yeah. He has swagger. He's mm-hmm. a good friend, and yeah. he's got he's got some swagger as well, but he keeps looking to will smith mm-hmm. to say are you afraid and then yeah. he's like and and will smith's like no i'm not afraid and yep. he goes yeah me neither and he does that multiple <laughs> times <laughs> yeah
2: yeah you know? yeah yep. no, that's a good point yeah
5: <laughs> yeah
4: that's a good point um and the other thing is all right well so and the other thing was i was saying docking dr orkin who's mm-hmm. dr orkin he was the guy uh who was in charge of area 51
3: with the long mm. hair
4: and they said they they said he's been working he's been in charge he said for 15 years And the reason I picked that off was because what the fuck has he been doing for 15 (laughs) years? Right. Right. Like he knows nothing. (laughs) Like, I mean, he really came, he came, he had nothing to offer them and he had no idea they were coming soon. He had no idea that how do they, but only when the ship came, he said all the doohickeys started to light up and things started to become more clear over the past couple days because the, the alien ships are around and sort of, bringing to life how would he not
2: know i mean you would think <laughs> again if this is area 51 like yeah. this isn't just like his garage somewhere right, in right, Ohio. Yeah. he's like gotta you have had them, some
4: government funding here
2: like the internet was around but like you would think there would be like a special phone be like hey uh stuff's blowing up out here the aliens are trying to kill yeah. everybody uh you're 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 a specialist in alien stuff can you help us out before but yes. i don't know i mean is, yes. is that is that is that government incompetence? Like is is, is Ooh, is that, good one. You know, like, yeah, we're, let's we're, put government exactly incompetence.
3: Around. Yeah, Area 51 incompetence. And okay. I mean and
4: also that kind of falls under Nimziki, right? Because he's the bridge between Area 51 sure, and Sure. But
3: I also like but 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 what Cal is saying is that they only fa- found out about the aliens way later. Yeah. It's <laughs> true. Yeah,
2: yeah. Why 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 wouldn't the, the people who know about the stuff been contacted initially, but
3: yeah, that's a really good point. I think our lack of knowledge about Area 51 needs to be up on the board. Now, okay. this is uh, from Roger Ebert. This is a review. We're supposed to get wrapped up in the story. And there are some neat ideas in the movie, especially the revelation that Area 51, the government's secret base north of Las Vegas, actually does harbor the alien spaceship. Everybody believes the feds captured in New Mexico, 1948. But again, to this point, why? Why weren't they the first ones to know why? When the ship is going over the moon in in that first shot in the movie. Yeah. Why isn't it their computers?
2: hmm right right
3: or is it their computers that are going off
2: well uh, well I, I guess the thing is, is, is again i don't again i don't know anything about area 51 but mm-hmm. you would assume if they're the ones that are tracking aliens th- and they're getting close enough to the moon right there should be some type of alert
5: yeah they're in <laughs> range you would think <laughs> they're in you would range. Know, we know about the moon <laughs> we know about the we've moon. Been there, like, we, we've been there like we've been there before we can get there yeah. with our satellites and our whatever <laughs>
3: we can see it yeah I feel we're, we're sort of running out of time, but we still have a, a little bit more time. I, I want to put up being unprepared for alien attacks as a nation. Mm. <laughs> this is from good the point. Guardian.
4: Okay. By the way, we were talking about Trump earlier, but he was the one who put together space force.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, that is a good geez. point. <laughs> That's an excellent point. So
4: careful <laughs> if you are thinking. Here. If we're talking
2: yeah, about what's going on with that, Chris, tell me what's going on. Yeah, with I, that yeah, was yeah. to be my next question. <laughs> <laughs> is
3: Chris happening? is onto it. He's gonna look. That's
2: a great question. Yeah. A, I'm assuming um, it, it dismantled once Trump was gone. But yeah,
3: yeah. Mm-hmm. This is from The Guardian. Me and Dean Devlin wrote the script. I had an office right next to Book Soup on Sunset. I went in there and bought the classics like War of the Worlds, but they were all too old fashioned. We were fans of disaster films, but there hadn't been one for a long time. In the 70s, they had made a disaster out of anything, like a swarm of bees. But aliens were a new idea. We Mm. both lived in the Hollywood Hills and I took Dean to the window and said, imagine if all the sky was was the underbelly of a ship. We thought, "Okay, that's cool. I don't believe in aliens, but I really hope they're out there. The question of whether we're alone in the universe has has been answered. That was a line that came from me. Finally, they're out there in a in very big ships.
0: Mm.
3: Right. Because they do say the question of whether, you know, yeah, they do say that in the film.
2: That's a, that's if I'm not, at least from the VHS, I believe that is like the poster for the film, right? Is the ship at the top. Yeah, a huge Uh, ship. uh, Yes. uh, Dope imagery. Uh, Yeah.
3: Yeah. You can just write a movie once you have an image and there you go. Sell it. (laughs) <laughs> clearly, clearly,
2: all you need is a computer virus and Will Smith, and you know, <laughs> you're going to save the universe. That's right. Post. So, I mean, space, how do you
5: prepare for an alien attack, though?
3: Right? Space? Like, I think, yeah, Chris is going to tell us how. Space Great. Force <laughs> is
4: currently active, and um by the way, the budget is thirty billion dollars. Cool.
3: Thirty what? From yeah,
5: because we're trying to get back to the moon. Right? Is that the it's, point of this? research development
4: testing and evaluation is 19 bill procurement four bill operations and maintenance five bill military personnel uh 1.2 billion dollars cool um that's for the fiscal year of 2024
3: 2024 yeah <laughs>
4: <That's> Sixteen <000 laughs> thousand personnel
3: next year so
4: by the way wow. i mean they do develop stuff like weapons satellites etc for space and it's not like necessarily alien invasion i guess you know because there's also like i guess ways to like you know a meteor obviously satellite no What's i mean that? like other countries it's part of the military i think oh. it's part so of the like military if,
2: a, if another country wanted to attack us from space you're saying
4: yeah or like yeah
5: or yeah or like spy i guess yeah. also from oh.
4: space surveillance, <laughs> surveillance yeah. that there kind of go. stuff
5: <laughs> Um yeah, so everything has like a nefarious purpose before it has a like noble purpose. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so it, it's
4: it's a huge it's a huge um wing of the I guess military. To um, that
5: point, thirty you said thirty billion or sixty billion.
3: Thirty billion. I'm looking 30?
4: at thirty.
5: Thirty billion. So here's my thing that I think is just kind of unbelievable. A program like Space Horse, which has a budget like that, you would imagine in the movie Area 51, this area that the president doesn't know about would have a huge budget. Right. How does mm-hmm. the president who's supposed to be the commander in chief not know about this for fifty or all of the presidents over a fifteen year period when this they capture? The, how does no president know about this? And how do you keep that from the president? You gotta of the think States?
4: they maybe don't trust Whitmore
5: maybe, so, maybe like, some presidents
4: maybe. do but maybe
5: maybe the defense secretary was like oh this guy whitmore more oh, so it's the d- it's the it's the actual like commander-in-chief of what the of our defense that is the one who knows and decides with the president yeah, yeah 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 that
4: yes the maybe, secretary uh, of defense was secretary but, of defense sorry
5: yeah
3: I mean, Vivica Fox does tell the first lady that she voted for the other guy, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which to me is shocking, because if if Bill Pullman, I would would vote for him. Well, maybe not. You have
2: no idea what his policy positions are. I also don't know who he was
3: up against. And you don't know who he was
2: up against. It could be Oprah or something. (laughs) Who the hell did he run against to cut a better speech than that speech before Mm -hmm. everybody got out there? I need to see that. I need to Mm -hmm. see that debate.
4: No, I, I think Cal's right. I think, you know, he obviously has a penchant for the dramatics. He's got a knack for public speaking. Also, by the way, I believe that speech was improvised. I don't, I don't think, I mean, they didn't have a scene where he like. There was
3: no prompter. And I was thinking, I,
4: think. I was, no, there was no prompter. <laughs> and I was like, I was thinking while he was doing it, I was like, is this rehearsed? I mean, it's really hard to tell.
5: Um. Would you mean you like know, the, is all the fictional the more character? You mean like the fictional character just having the brilliance to, to say a speech like that? Today's yes. Yes. yes.
4: Exactly. I mean, As opposed to like, I mean, every president, every speech in has history, speechwriters for everything. Writer, yeah, there's yeah. speechwriters for everything.
5: You know what? You know why? Of course, it has to be. He's brilliant because <laughs> if you were just like Bill Pullman, the actor, just kind of like improvise a really. Triumphant speech. It would be so bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, imagine yeah. that. Uh, just be like, and come on, like, don't worry, guys. Like, we'll, we're definitely going to, I promise you, we're going to do like a good job. And people are like, I don't feel great about that.
3: <laughs> yeah. But we're going to get me. out there and we're going to crush them.
5: It might be hard,
3: but like it'll be
5: not hard. It's like, no, we need some writers here. That's why this writer's strike is so important.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, exactly. Well, that's 100%. True.
3: It all goes back to the writer's strike. And yet, and that's also, and
4: yet, this movie makes us remember it's also so meaningless because right. what right. if aliens came tomorrow? We could all just die. Yeah. yeah. Mm.
2: <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> On that note, thanks for Yikes. tuning in. <laughs>
3: Well, with that, we're going to take a quick break <laughs> and then come back and start knocking things off the board.
5: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made ByHeart a better formula for formula. Learn
1: more at ByHeart.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment.
3: If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Heck, we sometimes change our minds and rethink the verdict at the alarmist. And that's also okay when it comes to therapists. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com alarmist today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, dot slash Alarmist.
4: Okay, who's to blame for the events that transpired in the movie Independence Day? President Whitmore, Albert Nimziki, alien capitalism, <laughs> cosmic karma, the men on the moon, the aliens, Captain Stephen Hiller to blame? Oh, sorry, I'm just a little caught off guard here. No.
3: <laughs> I
2: don't why know would, if he should be on the. Board, I don't know why he. I hit. don't know if we put him We'd on the board to
4: blame. Him, maybe I put him a mistake in the end. Okay, board. that's okay. <laughs> we're in real time. We're, off. we're taking him up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. It's lack of confidence. <laughs> <I like it. laughs> Doctor Orkin, the Area Fifty-One head scientist, mm-hmm. government incompetence, lack of knowledge about Area Fifty-One, or being unprepared for alien attacks. Mm. Being unprepared mm. for alien attacks is a really funny.
5: Idea. <laughs> put the like, blame right what?
4: on
2: us truth is the truth yeah i i i feel like i don't i i want to say that government incompetence or some form of that may be the overarching theme in my opinion because at mm. a certain point it's kind of just if it's not one hand not knowing what the other hand's doing yeah. or it's you not know, alerting people before things are going on like you know someone inside one of those buildings is really screwing screwing things up for everybody yeah. else
3: that's true. I kind of
2: agree with that.
3: I think based I mean, off that then I think we can take Cosmic Karma off the board. Yeah. Um
4: Cosmic Karma, sure. I, I mean, the there was cap-
3: the th- I think it's just aliens and not the capitalism part.
4: Yeah, no that that makes sense. I mean, it's just the aliens looking for resources, right? Yeah, yeah. Just
5: take off th- alien capitalism. You're saying?
3: Well, just a- uh, capitalism. Take that sure.
4: off. Well, there's the aliens as da- you is can another. You the aliens, aliens yeah.
3: yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. The
4: Whitmore was a little slow to react on the first. Um, but he on the first attack. But I do think he was pretty decisive when they sort of came up with the virus idea. So mm-hmm. I'm I inclined guess he to can't take him what off he the didn't board.
3: know, you know.
4: Yeah. And he can't know what he didn't know. Exactly. So, exactly.
5: Let me ask a clarifying question for myself and maybe for some listeners. Are we discussing who's to blame for the alien attack itself or for how bad the alien attack, attack was for humanity? Mm. Does that make sense? I'm, yeah. I'm looking
2: at it as who's to blame for the aliens. Actually. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. And us
3: not doing anything about it. Preventative right yeah because okay. we already had the knowledge
5: because they had shown up and we've had this ship in the area 51 for yes yeah well i mean okay. yeah and yeah yeah i think that that's right i think that's right
3: i mean the men on the moon i don't think it was their fault
4: yeah it wasn't a. It is a big middle finger though to leave that on there and a big old flag and a and a, and a we were here first kind of sign right but i don't but, think that that's that that wasn't what if 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 the president did have contact with that alien and they he did see in their mind and they do want the resources that has nothing to do with the the moon man on the moon mm-hmm. sure
2: yeah if, if buzz lightyear like got sick that day and wasn't able to go up in the rocket <laughs> right. it would have been somebody else and it's it so, you know, <laughs> that's true too. Ah. Buzz it's, it's just...
3: That's right. That's a good point.
2: That's a the good point. The gift that keeps on giving. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, I feel like a a couple of these can be lumped together. I agree. I yes. agree. I
4: think Nimziki, a uh, lack of knowledge about Area 51, and Dr. Orkin can all be rolled into government incompetence.
2: Right, right, mm. right.
5: Okay.
4: okay.
3: Okay. Okay. Lack of confidence. Lack of confidence? No, I think we got to keep (laughs) that. You said,
5: but you said, Dr. Orkin, Nimziki, and what was the last one, Chris? Oh, uh, lack of knowledge, lack of knowledge about
4: Area 50. uh, Yeah, I do think, like Cal was saying before, that's that's just
5: a fumble within within the government. What about lack of confidence? I can't.
3: You well, can imagine that, that. I mean, if these fighter pilots had more confidence. <laughs> confidence. <laughs> <laughs> they they could have took them
2: out already, yeah. They might yeah. have taken yeah. them out. Yeah,
3: <laughs> but we'll never know, you know? Yeah, we, so I think sadly. we can take that off. <laughs>
5: yeah, it's more like lack of technology, really, for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: very true.
3: So we're left with four really good options. We've got President Whitmore. We've got the aliens themselves government incompetence and being unprepared for alien attacks just in general the concept <laughs> I think Which off to me, the, right off the bat we can take Whitmore off
2: Okay, yeah, I agree because and this I would, is bigger would, than
3: I would, Whitmore
5: I would right. argue that being unprepared for alien attacks it rolls into government incompetence because if they're the governing body they have to anticipate
2: all All true Good point. Mm-hmm. so really so it's just the two sides it's it's the aliens aliens are us Mm -hmm. are we at
3: fault are 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 we at fault for not anticipating the aliens or are the aliens at fault for being bad come
4: on they're the aggressor here we've got to go with the aliens (sighs) we can't point this there's just no
2: way and (laughs) <laughs> I'm just trying to think of a world where well we really we're blame ourselves. So so I so their motivation just one so could. Their motivation is they're mad at how Earth steals resources from everywhere else, but the reason that they went to America first is because of a flag and a plaque that they saw on the moon. I think because, there, I mean, is is ever-
4: that was that, That's one interpretation. Yeah. <laughs> they're there for resources, aren't they? Aren't they there? But to, like, yeah, they're there. I think according to the movie, from for resources. But
3: they do say that it's because that's what we've done.
4: Do they? Right,
2: when? right. That, that's who they learned it from. Yeah, really.
3: Which I don't know if have we gone to other planets and stolen that their was resources? that was my
2: question. I mean, it, it's I don't know. Not yet. What, America's taken from Mars or something like that.
5: We've left a bunch of crap floating around in space. That I know that's true. So for
3: littering, we should put littering up. Space well, littering. <laughs> but
5: I don't remember the aliens huh. saying that about though. littering.
4: That we yeah, learned is that true? it from you. It, I don't. think I, I remember I they that's did. what I. Uh, Cal,
3: do you rem? I, I thought that's what I recalled. That they that they had learned it from us.
2: Right. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't have a specific line. Mm. But but also I don't know where else would they get that from like i i think even even like I the insinuation would be that it was kind of what uh, what america's done what earth has done bad in the in the universe like we were saying the cosmic karma it's now right. coming back it, it's kind of the, what reaping what we've sown so to speak but i don't
3: yeah i, 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 I
4: think comp- there might be a you know artistic sort of metaphor and interpretation version of this conversation where we say yeah this is sort of like America or this is sort of anybody who would steal resources from another um, innocent party right is mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. is,
3: so so you're saying we should bring cosmic but, karma back on the board
5: I mean no I, I'm, I'm,
3: <clears throat> what do you think Clay I
5: I think there maybe that's more like the allegory of the movie itself about like okay. us triumphing over these people who are coming to do what we've been doing for centuries <clears throat> Um, right, which feels very human centric. I, I feel like the aliens maybe don't get such good representation in this
2: film. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm kind of that's why I'm kind of wary on giving them the blame because it, it would they have come out if, if whatever ills they perceive are cut co- again, and we're, we're not 100% on that, but right. I don't have a strong, I, I don't feel like a strong motive for the aliens just going out to kill stuff unless it's just the aliens want to destroy the earth and we're we'll just go with that because that's fine, but. I, I feel like the movie's saying a little bit more than we're just here and the aliens want to kill us.
3: I think that's a really good point. I think cosmic karma or, yeah, could, could cosmic karma could be to blame, you know. i to put it careful, back up as an option. Careful what you put out there. Careful what ills you cause.
5: Sure. Cause- I'm on um, Harvester's... Uh, it's independencedayfandom.com, and they're <laughs> saying the harvesters are a race of highly intelligent and incredibly technologically advanced hive mind extraterrestrial beings. They are a threat of universal proportions that seeks to harvest and destroy planets to refuel their ships, to grow, and to perfect their technology at the expense of driving indigenous races to extinction.
3: So, they're it, that's it, what the that's fans a very one sided thing where they're, right. they're just there to suck uh, these planets dry.
4: Mm-hmm. yeah pretty much
2: it's like galactus in, in the marvel comics of just mm-hmm. eating the worlds to satiate the, mm-hmm. the hunger but that's interesting it is yeah
4: <laughs> and it, if there aren't any aliens which i don't well you, you know i'm sure there's life out there i don't know how intelligent it can get i, I suppose if we can get intelligent so can they yeah maybe they're like a billion times more intelligent than that's we a are. good
5: point, Chris. Actually, I think what's interesting about hearing you say that is that all of this, even the aliens' objective in this movie, is really based on like human behavior. Right, like we're assigning the mm-hmm. aliens, like, oh, they're it's gonna almost like the writers us. were
3: human or something, right?
5: Right, <laughs> but like, we always assume you know, sometimes you see movies, it's kind of fun now where the aliens are not just like monsters out trying to get you mm-hmm. and like steal resources, they're just like intelligent beings and they want to share their technology to help you grow as a civilization. Right. But this movie is very like, they're like, it's Independence Day, they are the foes, we are the heroes, they're mm-hmm. going to do what we've been doing, but we're not on our watch kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? mm-hmm mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: But to Cal's point, I think the the movie does a good job of putting making humanity a victim, the Earth's human you know Earth mm. just us as victims. but it also does a good job of of, of warning us yeah. that we might be asking for <laughs> it's victim blaming a little bit. but mm. we might be asking for this kind of retaliation.
2: Mm. Based off of Mm. how we're acting in the
4: world. Yeah. Which could come back to government
5: incompetence. Yes,
2: right. Well, because and because don't they
5: have to rebuild at the end? Because they've like destroyed so much of the planet.
2: Isn't it? I mean, yeah. they're going to have like, to. We're going to rebuild. They got to at least rebuild the, the, the White House, right? That thing. <laughs> yeah, <up. everything's laughs> gone.
3: I mean, the Empire State Building is
2: yeah, know, yeah,
4: all yeah. of New York I'm City. I'm not sure really. that's a puzzle you can kind of put, put back together. <laughs> no. I
3: hope they kept the plans somewhere. Oh, boy. Yeah, that might have burned down. <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: I think we're all moving to Boise, you know, at that point. You right say you <laughs> know what startled. i think st louis is, is
5: fine yeah. and I mean,
4: yeah. nice
2: little
5: spot you got here
3: well i start mean, that that could be cool you know new cities like popping up all absolutely
4: over the country. <laughs> so where should we land rebecca you have to make a decision I'm, I'm, yeah. karma, the aliens. I'm with
3: government incompetence and i think as the, the
4: number one
3: yeah i think that's what we send to jail wow. and are you and serious I think we Slap the aliens because that's not nice it's not I a like nice it. thing to do
4: wow <laughs> <like it>. okay <laughs>
2: I like likes it. it. I like How it. Likes it. Okay. Uh, okay. I f- I feel bad for the aliens, kind of, but uh, yeah. I I I, I think <laughs> the the fact <laughs> that the the government knew and there was all this stuff down there, yes. liter- literally alien life forms sitting around. it have been fifteen years or whatever. This guy's been working down there. Yeah, there's a lot of information that could have been uh, mm-hmm. disseminated to the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is
5: that is absolutely true.
3: So I'm gonna call it aliens. You're getting the big slap government incompetence you're going to the alarmist jail wow i'm sure they didn't see that one coming no
4: i didn't either (laughs) now in terms of the big clap let me just read through the board really quick good point so who's to big who's to give a big clap to yeah, for the response to the alien invasion and Independence Day, is it viruses? David Levinson, aka Jeff Goldblum, Russell, aka Randy Quaid, Captain Stephen Miller, played by Will Hiller. Smith, Hiller, yeah. sorry, Stephen Stephen Hiller, uh, President Whitmore, or Levinson's dad, mm. played by Judd Hirsch, Whitmore, played by Bill Pullman. Of I course, I don't feel
3: good clapping viruses. I don't feel. I don't want to clap at viruses.
5: Okay, so we'll take that off. Okay. I mean, they really did help us out, though. You you do have to give them some credit.
3: I do, but I think it was the the humans, how they use the virus. Sure. Mm-hmm.
4: It's got to be Goldblum, right? Coming up with it. He came up, first of all, he came up, he realized
5: the ticking clock, and then he came up
4: with
3: but the But then virus Randy idea. Quaid really sacrificed himself. It's true. true. None
5: of this would have happened if he hadn't sacrificed his life it's to true. drive that ship into the ship, right? Right. And I do think, the, the viruses well, wouldn't have worked.
3: Yeah, and Will Smith was willing to sacrifice himself, too.
5: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. But Randy yeah. beat him to it.
3: Yeah, but I'm yeah. just saying, like, he was... He gave he up He went the into the mothership. He did, yeah. He knew that... He knew it was potentially a bad outcome. So yeah. did Jeff Goldblum with him.
2: Right. So right. And,
3: and the president, he was up there. He was fighting along with them.
2: <laughs> it's true. I, I will say, especially if we're giving... If we're, if we're throwing government incompetence in jail... Uh, Russell was the only one who saw something and then said something. You know what I yes, mean? Yes, like, for years. You know, for years, yeah. nobody believed him. And I mean, he was kind. Of, I, I, I want to say he kind of. Then he get a little tipsy before he 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 took that plane and <laughs> yes, and, you know, became a suppository. <laughs> but you know, I, I I do. You know, he was he was steadfast on his path of uh taking these aliens out, and he he again, I he was a big factor in, in being able to take out the force.
3: I think you're right. I think think so. I think the president was just compensating for his failure earlier. (laughs) You know? Um,
4: It was a guilt uh, flight. He was like, you know what? I'll get in the plane.
3: Yeah. And I I do (laughs) think, you know, and and Will Smith was doing his job. He was a, you know. Yeah. He was...
4: Sort of he, what he agreed to. Those were right. things like, "Well, this is what he does." So. Yeah, Russell and, and,
5: left and his he, family right. in the eleventh yeah. hour because he knew he had to, and he was like, "Bye, kids." It's true, the yeah. kids were like, "That is my hero of a dad."
3: Yeah, that and, was and, and, and and Jeff Goldblum, we he he went to MIT. He could have been he could have been the guy at Area Fifty One, yeah. but yeah. he he was yeah. just, just at a news station, not really, were you know, using his skills to their max capacity. So I think the big clap goes to Russell Randy Qu- played by Randy Quaid. And
4: by the way, my favorite little lo- like dialogue couplet in the movie. Or do you want to announce that officially? Sure. Yeah. Why don't you call it? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay. Randy Quaid, A.K.A. Russell, you're getting the big clap.
4: Nice. And the the my favorite little couplet uh, a scene in the movie was when <laughs> the kid like sees his dad, you know, like drive yeah. the plane up into yeah. the. And, it, and he dies and, they, and the officer comes over to him and he's like you should be proud your dad like was very brave uh-huh. and the kid just looks at him he goes I am but I just thought it was so funny because the way he said it was like I am the obstinate," but like I feel like he could have been could have leaned into a little more like yeah obviously I am like you know, he could have said yeah, like you idiot. I I am like, when, you know, like because it was very obvious the man was Hero, right? It was just like funny to watch him. I don't know, like watch this officer go up to the kid and be like, you know, he's a hero. It's like, yeah, no, no
2: shit. Oh, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Thank you, sir. Oh, is he a hero? Yeah.
1: <laughs> you mad- I would have loved that moment. I
3: would have loved if that was his first take, and the director's like, okay, I get where you're going. Yeah, you that Let's try something else, that. <laughs> Cal, we couldn't have done this without you. Thank you for helping us get to the bottom of who's to blame for the events that happened in Independence Day, the movie.
2: Thank you for having me. This is always fun, you know, classic films. Again, anytime the movie's on, people just waiting for the aliens to get blown up. But these are the conversations I need to have because we really got to, you know, get down the brass tacks on what the hell the (laughs) government's doing. (laughs)
3: In the aftermath, after the successful victory against the aliens, Whitmore, Heller, and Levinson meet back up with their loved ones to celebrate. The world rejoices and President Whitmore and the crew are heroes. The Alarmist is now on Patreon. Subscribe and get ad-free content along with bonus episodes. Go to patreon.com slash thealarmist or check out the link in our show description. Visit our website, www.thealarmistpodcast.com and follow us on Instagram at The Alarmist Podcast and on Twitter at Alarmist The. You can also send us your thoughts via email to thealarmistpodcast at gmail.com. Today's episode was produced and engineered by Clayton Early with editing by Molly Hockey and fact-checking by Chris Smith. Thank you to our associate producer and researcher, Crystal Dinsberg. The Alarmist is executive produced by Rebecca Delgado-Smith. Tune in next week we'll be discussing The Imprisonment of Nelson Mandela. The Alarmist. Powered by ACAS.
0: Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim?